Longhorn Nation. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Texas is back, folks. Oh, yes. Oh, Christ. We're back. Well, fuck. Welcome back, I guess, to this piece of shit podcast. Fire Steve Sarkeesian podcast. I'm your host, Josh. Uh, It's been a few weeks. For, I guess, obvious reasons, depending on who you talk to. And given that you're listening to a Texas Longhorns football fan podcast, I'm going to assume that you talk to many of the same people that I talk to. But holy fuck, what a beating these last five weeks, four games have been. Like, absolutely nothing has gone Texas's way. It has been... On every level, other than apparently like punt block and punt coverage teams, a fucking failure. They're like, I, there's, there's no, I don't even have anywhere positive to start. Bijan, I guess, has done everything he can to a degree. Xavier Worthy, sort of the same situation. But here we are. I'm recording this. End of the third quarter against Iowa State. I'm not even fucking waiting for the end of this game because <sighs> this is just another fucking game. Um, we only managed to get seven points in the first half. And the way this game has been going, it looks like that's about how many we're going to finish with. And that's probably... That feels like about ten points more than we really deserve based on how we've played in this game. I mean... Like, right off the jump, Bijan fumbles. That's fucking out of the ordinary right there. Second time he's ever fumbled. First time it's been lost in his career. Uh, go into halftime, 7-3 lead, because why would we not go into halftime with a lead the way these last few games have gone? We have to lead at halftime. We're going to just completely shit the bed in the second half. We haven't even showed up. And, and don't get me wrong, Iowa State at no point in this game has played well. Their defense has played well. Like, to shut down Bijan for the full game rather than just the second half, like Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Baylor did, um, is an achievement. That's impressive. But everything else, like, holy God. Like, I'm pretty sure I could have gotten to the quarterback against this offensive line. Casey Thompson's the decisive quarterback. He can't hit the broadside of a barn early on in this game. Hudson Card is the accurate quarterback. He can't get rid of the fucking ball. The defense can't seem to stop anybody from doing anything. Like, guys just go up unpunished. There seems to be zero interest in pass defense. Brees Hall... Like, eight guys. I Like, we could line up three yards into the backfield, and somehow our defense will miss all of the tackles against Brees Hall, and he'll gain, like, 15 yards as I'm watching basically exactly that happen. We get good penetration, and he just sort of, you know, ignores it. It, di- it just didn't happen. None of it fucking happens. And at this point, like, I'm doubting even the prophecy of being seven-win Sark. I'm doubting that that even happens. Because after this Iowa State loss, it's going to take 
three more wins. We're four and five after this game. We have to find a way to win three more. Two more, go to a bowl game and win that, or win three in the regular season and then lose the bowl game. I don't know. Like, West Virginia, Kansas State, those both seem like losable games. Kansas, I mean, fuck, the way they played against Oklahoma, that might as well be a losable game. Like, I mean, I think from early on in the season, Noah and I both, I think we set our acceptable floor at 7-5, and five, and that, that honestly feels out of reach, which is wild, considering going into the Oklahoma game, like, I, I think I said it before TCU, like, conference championship in reach, if we can beat TCU, if we can beat Oklahoma. Obviously, we didn't beat Oklahoma, much to my chagrin, as I was fucking in the stands for that. But, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just, oh, man. At a certain point, I, like, I just run out of anger. I don't, like, I'm just baffled. Like, admittedly, yeah, I drank the Kool-Aid a bunch, but. Even in the worst case scenario, I didn't think Texas would be this bad under Sark. Even in year one. Yes, he's. I'm not calling for Sark to actually be fired right now, but dear God, dude. Like, this was a team under Tom Herman last year where if we played a full schedule, we'd probably win nine or ten games, and fans were pissed about it. We might win seven this year if things really turn around these last three weeks in the year. And on paper, this staff is so much better than what Tom Herman assembled. Kyle Flood, way better of an O-line coach than Joe Wickline. That's that's not even an opinion. That's just based on their history. Like, Kyle Flood has so many more skins on the wall. Admittedly, he's got shit to work with, but it continues to be shit. It doesn't seem like anything gets even marginally better. Jeff Banks, I don't know where the tight ends have been. The, the special team, especially, like I said, punt block and punt coverage, those have been nails. And that's part of your job, but I don't know where Jared Wiley's been. Cade Brewer exists only two yards down the field in the flats and then steps out of bounds. That's basically Cade Brewer's entire role. The wide receivers, again, Andre Coleman, Lifetime Achievement Award. Not sure what you've actually done, but you're making money off of it and more power to you. I can't. I can't fault a guy for making money doing something he's not good at. Running backs. I mean, I guess Stan Drayton's doing well. I certainly can't sit here and tell you that it's Bijan's fault that we're losing these games. Or Roshan. The lack of Keelan Robinson is a little baffling, but I think that's less on Drayton and more on Sark. AJ Milwee. I guess you're technically the quarterback's coach. Everyone knows that's actually Sark, though. Uh, both Casey and Card do not seem to have gotten better this year. Pete Kwiatkowski, defensive coordinator. Like, you're bona fide. You're, you're a great DC. Everywhere but at Texas, apparently. We can't tackle. We ru routinely run ourselves out of position on every single play. 
We have zero pass rush, which again, that some of that is personnel. A lot of that is personnel. There's a reason why we hammered the fucking transfer portal for edge guys and can still barely get pressure worth a fuck. Bo Davis, I mean, the defensive line, rave reviews in fall camp, but it turns out this O-line is just dog shit, so we can make any defensive line look good. If we can make ourselves look good, we're going to make everybody look amazing. In the secondary, I don't even know what Terry Joseph and Blake Gideon do all day. I really don't. Like, I want Blake Gideon to be good. Alumni, or alumnus, I guess, only one person. And from what we heard in the offseason anyway, he was good as a recruiter. Terry Joseph, I, I'm, <laughs> what, what? Uh, Jeff Choate, and I guess PK again for the linebackers. I mean, in flashes, razor thin depth on that one though. So, I mean, again, just trying to put lipstick on a pig on that, I guess. And, I mean, I don't know that outside of Andre Coleman, I really can't convince myself that any of these people deserve to be fired yet. I guess I wouldn't be heartbroken if Jeff Choate ends up taking that Wazoo job and we go for fuck Coleman Hutzler, really. I mean, shouldn't have let him go as far as I'm concerned. I'm sure Will Bazer appreciates that one. But, I mean, it's basically Andre Coleman and Jeff Choate are the only two that I could really truly imagine disappearing and feeling like things could get better than that. I It's just been it's just been basically a month. Like basically a month ago I was sitting in the stands at the fucking Cotton Bowl texting friends of mine about how it was the greatest day of my life because we were beating the absolute fucking breaks off Oklahoma in the first half. And since then, it has been dog shit on dog shit on dog shit. That's not to say we were great. That's not to say we were a college football playoff team, a national championship team, any of that shit. But oh my God, dude, we were better than this. Like, what happened to that team? How did this team manage to go up 28-7 to on Oklahoma? And, I mean, yeah, Spencer Rattler helped. But this team has not pulled itself, like, even temporarily out of a complete fucking nosedive. We went to halftime against Oklahoma and basically never came back. Because it has just been... Uh, an absolute beating as a Texas fan. And I'm sorry for these pauses. I'm, I'm not in the mood to edit this podcast. I'm not in the mood to edit however long this ends up being. So I apologize to anyone who thinks their shit is broken because they hear me stop talking. I just don't know what to say. And like all the stuff this week with Jeff Banks and fucking pole assassin and Gia the monkey fucking trying to take a kid's face off. I mean, it would be almost just a straight up riot sideshow content. If it wasn't for the fact that the team is struggling so unbelievably bad right now, like it's a lot harder to swallow all of this shit happening 
when the team is not playing well. And I mean, that's just one of those things. When it rains, it pours. So of course it's not going to happen when we're playing well. It's not going to happen after week one when we control an entire game against what still appears to be a good Louisiana team. And then we beat Rice. And then the other two teams that we've beaten, Texas Tech and TCU, have fired their coaches this year. That's where we are. We beat a Louisiana team that's a complete head-scratcher now, in retrospect. Got our shit pushed in by Arkansas. Dominated Rice like we're supposed to. Blew the doors off a Texas Tech team that has fired its coach. Narrowly escaped TCU that effectively fired Gary Patterson. Blew the doors off Oklahoma for a half, and then that's where it all fell apart. And you'll notice that I'm the only one doing this podcast right now. This stretch, not even this whole stretch, like just after Oklahoma State, this team broke Noah. I have, as it stands right now, effectively no co-host. I don't. I don't know that I'm even trying to look for someone to even fill in. I can only hope that maybe Noah finds the the opportunity to come back at some point. But there's just nothing good to say. I It's hard to watch. It's like huh. Like, I don't even feel bad. I'm just fucking numb. It's it's comical at this point. It really, four coaching staffs, even all the way late, late era Mac Brown, it just doesn't like our bad stretch under Mac Brown, and we have not been reliably better than that. Eight and five is our really our ceiling a freak 10 and four year where we managed to go to the big 12 title and play Georgia and win the sugar bowl under Tom Herman. That's, that's our ceiling. The last now 11 years, 12 years, 2010 to 2021 is effectively 12 years, 10 and four one time. With a coaching staff that we have no fucking clue how we managed to do that. Is a... The nightmare doesn't end at this point, folks. I <laughs> There's nothing... Like, at what point am I supposed to be looking forward to these games anymore? Like, my dumb ass will be there in the stands against Alabama next year. I'll have talked myself into Texas having a shot against Bama, and we're going to get the absolute shit rocked. And if this team remains as mentally soft as it's been this year, we're going to go into another death spiral, and it's going to be miserable. And there's nothing... There's nothing that I see right now that makes me think anything else is going to happen. Like the O-line class is non-existent 
our offensive line depth does not inspire confidence. Herb Hand, and I said Joe Wickline or something fucking earlier. Herb Hand, like, screwed us with his recruiting last year. Like, absolute terrible job. Hayden Connor has looked promising. Hayden Connor looks promising. That's it. This is effectively about to be, like, two and a half consecutive empty classes for this O-line. Where, even if Kyle Flood is a god at coaching these boys up, like, he can't be expected to do that. And it's recruiting. It, it's brutal. College football is one of those self-fulfilling prophecies. If you have a bad O-line, the way to fix it is recruiting. But a bad O-line makes O-line recruits not want to come to Texas. So how... I... There's just no end in sight. There's no light at the end of this tunnel. Bijan Robinson is wasted on this team. As I'm watching him lay on the ground injured after another fumble. After what I assume is just another instance of him trying to do everything for this team. Yeah. Him going for those extra three yards because no one else on the team will or can. Casey Thompson can't fucking hit a receiver to save his life today. Hudson Card just fucking would rather get sacked than try anything. It's 24 to 7, and with this turnover, it's about to get worse. I don't have anything else to say. I'm sorry for the short episode, but there's there is nothing else. There's there's no silver lining here. This is <laughs> this is just what it is to be a Texas fan in 2021 at this point. These are the beatings that we get. These are the beatings that we deserve. And if you're like me and stupid enough to believe that anything else was ever going to happen, I mean, you're, you're just a fucking idiot like I am. So, yeah, leave it on that fucking nihilistic note. I don't know why I thought this team was anything else. I really don't. I should have been completely broken after this Arkansas game, but I convinced myself, no, we'll bounce back. This team, it, that's not who this team is. That is who this team is. That Arkansas game is who this team is. The Louisiana game is not who we are. It just isn't. It's who we want to be, but it's not who we actually are. Arkansas is who we don't want to be, but that's who we are. That's where we're at. We've got, what, Kansas next week? Maybe we'll fucking figure ourselves out. If not, I won't be fucking shocked if we manage to lose to Kansas. I just won't be. That's how it's been this year. Kansas State, West Virginia at this point, I assume are losses. Five and seven. We're not going to a bowl game. I don't know. I hope they surprise me. Prove me wrong. But at this point, there's no reason to believe that this team is mentally capable of bouncing back, that we have the personnel that's capable of bouncing back, that we have anything that we can build on to finish the year strong. 
I want to be wrong. I'll sit here and watch every single one hoping to be wrong. Every single game hoping to be wrong. But it just feels like I'm not going to be. It, that is the level of hopelessness we've reached. Anyway, eat Arby's. Hook them.